As a retiree or soon-to-be retiree, how does your thought process need to change in regards to your investments in the stock market? Are your investments dialed in and working to complement both your tax strategy and your income strategy? Or is it possible that maybe you're taking too much risk? When it comes to your investments, what is your spending strategy? And uh, did I really just slurp the last few sips of my coffee in the middle of Josh talking? Yeah, yeah, I did. This is episode four of the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner and founder of FSR Wealth Strategies. And for the last 18 years, he's been helping people just like you thrive in their retirement. And so now it's time for you to enjoy the show. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. So for those of you that are anxiously awaiting episode four here. Uh, I actually just finished giving a workshop at the Weber Grill in uh, in Lombard, Illinois. And I uh, like how I dropped Illinois because people might be listening to this in like Georgia or something. I don't know. Australia. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I would have had to add USA. Um, but Dave comes to these workshops occasionally and I'm convinced you only come for the free food afterwards, like half the people there. But you just made a comment to me that I actually think you're listening to me. Okay. So first off, what I what I do love about your presentation is you do make a subtle reference to people in the room who are there for a free meal. And you pause. I think you pause. You say something like, you know, you're here for one of two reasons. One, for a free meal, and you pause. And I think that pause is there to instill some guilt into those people. But then you say, which is great. Enjoy. Have a great meal on us. I don't know if you say on us. And then you talk about the second reason why people are actually there for help. And I definitely fall into that first category. Um, but after hearing you talk and give the same presentation over and over, I do absorb things like SpongeBob absorbs water. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, if he absorbed too much, he'd die. He lives under the sea. Remember that. Yeah, but he lives in a pineapple under the sea. So I would think the pineapple would shield him. <laughs> no, those workshops, it's kind of funny. Um, retirees get a lot of junk mail, be it from Medicare, uh, people trying to sell them Medicare supplement policies or inviting them to dinner workshops. And I always hated being compared to those dinner workshop people uh, <laughs> because I always thought what we had to say was way more valuable and important. But I realized it's a great way to get people in a room listening to me. And, uh, you know, I've got them captive for one hour. They have to listen to me talk unless they want their free food. So uh, it's, it's okay. I'm okay with that. And I know people used to get upset when like people would show up just for the free food, but they're just, they have to be there. It's okay. I, now I don't know if you're going to take offense to this or not, but I still get mail from my dad and every once in a while he'll get something like, 
Interested in a free hearing aid? Join us at the Wheaton Donata Panera Bread for a free presentation. And I'm like, oh, this is what Josh is doing. It's the exact same thing. So, no, it is. If we're going to, we're a growing practice. I'm very lucky. We have a great practice. We have wonderful clients. Um, And I think what we do is really, really special. But uh, in order to grow, we have to we have to market, and it's sure. an effective way to market. It is. It's a great turnout today. Uh, I'm still sweating because the room is really hot. Um, but you know, hey, that's yeah. introduced today's episode. Um, Josh, take it away. Uh, I'm Josh Brettel, uh, CPA, uh, owner of FSR Wealth Strategies, and that's my good friend, Dave. Uh, we've never I, really talked about our backstory. Maybe now's not the right time, but uh, we can we can bring that up at some point in time. Um, sure. But actually, Dave and I were talking before you hit record about what, you know, what this podcast is going to be about, and... Um, I, I do a lot of stuff in the workshop that I wanted to translate into the podcast. And when we talk about retirement, um, first off, I'd like to get a mindset shift and things along those lines. But then there's those three key areas that everyone needs to understand. They need to understand, like we talked about in the last podcast, which is income. Where's your income going to come from? Uh, I know you thought about the last podcast was just about market day and pudding cakes, and it wasn't. Uh, it was actually about income, where it's going to come from. And this time, I won't. Things. I haven't stopped thinking about them. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, Wait, hang on. Hang on. Listeners, you must know that I, Josh and I worked together yesterday, and we spent, I'm going to guess, the better half of seven or eight minutes doing calculations on a market day website to determine whether or not we should buy eight boxes of pudding cakes to get free shipping, or if we just buy one box of pudding cakes and pay $18 in shipping. And it was a really difficult choice, one that we could not figure out. And so we passed the buck, and we didn't order any pudding cakes with that, Josh. I turn it over to you. There's a life lesson in that. But today I want to talk about the second bucket, which is investments and your money sitting somewhere. Uh, And then next episode, I promise people we're going to talk about taxes and it's going to be fun. Uh, People don't often think about taxes and fun, but uh, these are the three big areas. We're kind of going to hit them from a real high level uh, as it comes into play. And then uh, then we'll get into some actual details in future podcasts. And uh, hopefully hopefully it... uh, it is both interesting, entertaining, and educating. I sure hope so, because thus far, there's been very little education and mostly just been entertaining. I'm just kidding. What you've presented so far has been amazing. It's just I always think about food or something stupid like that and interrupt you. I still think, Dave, we're going to do a food podcast, and uh, I think we can make it entertaining and have no educational purpose whatsoever. But for this one, this is the retirement equals freedom podcast. And uh, we have to do some sort of retirement sure. education. Sure. All right. And then I, oh, I by the I, way, did you notice my new, my head looks bigger today? I did. I, I love those. Uh, my wife calls them Eminem headphones, like, you know, the rapper Eminem. Um, and actually, if you look at my Bluetooth, they're called Stumps' is Eminem headphones. Stumps is my nickname because I have huge legs. Uh, and you inspired me. I ordered a pair like that for myself. They'll be here tomorrow. So uh, I'm I, not used to it. it. 
they're they're a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. I sound strange in my own ears. And, sure do. Uh, I was used to the Apple AirPods, but they were falling out of my ears, and I was getting distracted. And I want to make sure that I could apply a hundred percent of my attention to you. Makes sense. I appreciate that dedication. All right, Dave. Let's talk yeah. about investments. Please. Let's talk about um, investments in retirement. And this topic, I think, scares you. Um, you know, we, you and I have, uh, we've pre-recorded, yeah, you, uh, we've pre-recorded, I don't even pre-record, I'm sorry, we, we talk about prior to our recording the episode and, and so that you have something to, some witty repertoire or some questions that you can ask me. And I feel like I've stumped you on this one. <laughs> so here's, I, I'm going to kind of take this one and um, run with it. And this one can get technical. Um, I apologize. We'll try and make it easy. If I get uh, something that Dave doesn't understand, I'll have him wave his hands and yell up and down and things like that. And uh, we'll try and back it up. But this is the one area of planning for your retirement that most people have done something about. This is the one area that financial advisors have focused on during their working years. Um, So I always tell people financial advisors as a whole are really good at helping you build up your pile of money. You know, I say everyone, everyone we talk to has a pile of money. Um, Some people's pile is bigger than others. But as you get through your working years, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make this pile bigger. Okay. And people do it in all sorts of different ways. They have 401ks and IRAs. You're self-employed, Dave. You may have a SEP IRA. Um, There's all sorts of places people do it. Real estate. I mean, you name it. I mean, right now, our friend Joe loves his cryptocurrency. People do it in all sorts of ways. And financial advisors are really good at teaching you how to build up that pile of money. And as I said in the workshop today, the reason they do that is you know, they teach you the reason they're good at helping you build it is because they get paid to invest it for you. Sure. They get paid to show you where to invest it. Um, and they do a good job. I, if you have a good quality financial advisor, they do a good job of helping you build up your pile of money. But they do an absolutely terrible job of teaching you how to spend that pile of money down. And one of the big reasons is because they don't understand how the investment philosophy has to switch and how the investment philosophy has to tie into those other three areas. Uh, The income that we talked about in the last podcast and the taxes that we're going to talk about on the next podcast. So let's talk about the investment philosophy. And this is the one thing that uh, if I see a do-it-yourselfer or I see someone who loves their advisor, it's because they're doing a good job with this one part. They're doing a good job with this investment thought process. Okay. So it makes sense, David. Yeah. So far, so far, so good. Is that really quick though? Is that you said advisors don't necessarily focus on how to spend money. Is that true for like the big, the chases and the Morgan Stanley's of the world or like independent, I don't know, you're not independent, but like smaller firms also, they just don't focus on. Is there a reason? Yeah, it's harder. It takes a lot more, um, it takes a lot more expertise. Okay. You know, I, I give it that example in the workshop today of a puzzle. You know, in your in your working years, it's just you know, save, save efficiently. So meaning, don't spend more than you make, and then from a tax efficiency standpoint, max out your four hundred one ks, max out your Roths, um, and then when you pick investments inside of there, 
Don't try and beat the market. Just be the market and do it as cheap as humanly possible. Vanguard is great. Um, all those cheap robo investors are—they do a fantastic job of diversification um, because that's all you have to think about. Get the money in there and let it grow as cheap as humanly possible. Um, Dave, you remember the book that I've talked about a few times? I've referenced in here um, the Psychology of Money by uh, yes. by Morgan Housel. Yeah, I think it was on your desk actually the other day. It's back there somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to pull it out so I can have it here every time I talk about it. And he has a reference in there where he says, the number one job you have when you're like you're building your, your nest egg is to do nothing is to just don't touch it. Hmm. Let it sit and grow. Like the growth of it, the unstopping growth of it is so powerful. Okay. But that's because in your working years, you're not spending it. And in your retirement years, you have to spend that money uh, or you have to at least plan for how you're going to spend that money. And so you can't just take that advice and let it sit and grow. You can't, you, you can't just say, hey, sit here and grow and do it efficiently. Um, you have to take a few more things into consideration. Well, wait, why do you, so why do you have to spend it in retirement? Are you talking about like distributions and like RMDs and yeah. things like that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, some some people don't. Some people have their social security is big enough, or their pensions big enough, or whatever it might be, so they don't have to spend their investments. Okay. But you know, you can't take your investments with you. I mean, they don't benefit you wherever we go after we leave this earth. Um, so you have to have some sort of plan. Either you're going to spend it during your lifetime, you're going to set it aside for some sort of emergency, um, or you're going to leave it to somebody. And so the the thought process changes there. I mean, you and I in our early 40s, we're not thinking about how do we spend our savings. We're we're thinking, please let us save and don't spend more than we make. Right. Um, But as you retire, you think about how do I spend it? Where is it coming from? Mm -hmm. And so there's two big things I talk about. Do you remember what they were, Dave? I I mentioned them in the seminar today. Let's see how close you were actually paying attention. Uh, time, time. I mentioned time. I did. Yep. So time, time was having to do with, yeah, man, I think I was like a, your high school history teacher making you nervous, asking you questions. Um, Mr. (laughs) I I didn't make it through many classes. If you listen to the first episode, the only reason Dave graduated high school was because I was in us history with him. Um, but time is right now uh, that spending mentality. You, you're still smiling about Mr. Torney. Um, when you're working, time is all long term. All the investment savings are long term. But when you're retired, there's some money that you're going to spend now. And now, now is could be one year, is the next three years, somewhere along that time period. And Right now in the new, I mean, any point in time you're listening to this podcast, there's going to be crazy things going on in the news. Right now we're talking about Russia and Ukraine. Um, you know, two years ago we were talking about President Trump's Twitter account. Like, all these crazy things are impacting the ups and downs of the market. And no matter what's happening in a day-to-day basis, you're going to spend that money. So I always tell people you have to take into consideration the money that you're spending now, we take a heck of a lot less risk with than the money that you might not spend 10 years down the road because ah, that's yes, still long-term yes. money. I remember, remember that, that lesson. I do remember that lesson. Yep. 
And then my favorite example is where I say time moves on. So one to two years from now, we've spent that one to two year money and we have to kind of, it's kind of like a big waterfall rolling down the hill. You have to uh, make your, what was long-term money now midterm and short-term and things along those lines. So time is a big variable that changes in retirement. Sure. Do you remember the other one? Do you remember the other I, big thing I said? I should, I should. Um, risk, 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 risk. Oh, oh my God. I'm so impressed. I'm glad I bought you lunch right now. Um, <laughs> oh man. Oh, I, by the way, I added an $8 baked French onion soup to the tab. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, we didn't hit our minimum. So go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> they, uh, um, there was risk. And this is having to hold true. Did you just slurp in the middle I, of the podcast? I, like you I, just right in the microphone, slurp a drink. I have made a very conscious effort to not slurp. And I just did because I don't know why. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let it happen. Mom, mom, you taught me better. I just, I slurped. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Bex is going to be upset. Oh, David. God. Um, David, first you make fun of me about market day and now this. <laughs> but most people that we see in retirement are taking too much risk. Um, and it's understandable. It's very, it's, it's a very mental reason for it. Uh, right now, as we record this, it's February of 2022. And for the last really 12, 13 years, we have seen a stock market that has done almost nothing but go straight up. And people forget that they the market goes down. They forget that there's turmoil. Mm. Yeah. And it's been a great time to save. Like it's been a great time to, you know, be looking forward to retirement because you've been able to save with a super high rate of return. Um, but now that we have to spend for a lot of people, they're just taking too much risk. And oh, wow. um it's that can be dangerous. So those are the things that we, the big picture when we look at, we talk about the, the whole investing in retirement mindset. So I always tell people the, the deep breath, Dave tells me that you have something to say. I didn't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> I actually think this podcast has turned out better than I thought it was going to be this episode. Yes. Because I'm, I'm not yeah. going on tangents. Uh, I do. Can you just clarify for me though? When you say too risky, is that strictly like stock market risky, or is that just I don't know? Sometimes you get really deep. Um, <laughs> yes, it, for this specific reason, I'm talking about stock market. I'm talking about okay. um, the ups and downs of the market. There's other risk that's out there. I mean, there's the tax risk. There's spending too much money. There's heck. There's the, the risk of living too long. Um, mm. But no, I'm specifically talking about, about stock market risk. And um, my father has a saying where um, he, he likes to use the words, if you've already won the game, why do you keep playing? Hmm. You know, what, what do you have to gain by trying more? And hmm. my response to him was a lot of people don't realize that they've already won the game. A lot of people don't realize that they've got to this point. And that gets back to my my second our second podcast where we talked about the whole mentality of retirement and right. the fear that comes into it. Um, if people could realize, hey, we've actually got this, we've got it taken care of, um, 
secure, you can really have a nice sense of security. I can't stop thinking about something you just said a few minutes ago. You said, uh, I don't think I mentioned food at all. No, you did not mention food, but you mentioned that it may be too risky to live a long time. So my question to you, have you ever had a client come into the office and be like, Joshua, I just think I'm living too long and it's just too risky for my money. So I'd like to die. Oh my God. No, no, I'm, no, no. I've, never, I've never had that, but okay. I have had people, there, there's two things. Um, it, it's actually the opposite. It's not too risky for my money. It's people don't think they're going to live as long as they are mm. and they spend too much mm. or I see um, they, and the risk of running out of money. What's happening is people are living longer and longer. And the longer somebody lives, either the more money they have to have or they have to, you know, they have to plan accordingly for for spending during that time period. Got it. Okay. That so sense? that's what you, that, yes, that's a much better definition because what I had in my head was very morbid and just creepy. No one has ever come in and said, I, I need to die. So <laughs> okay. I, was, I don't know why. I, I just don't know why I, my head goes there right away. I'm just sick sometimes. It's that art school background, I'm telling you. Yeah, you guys were a morbid bunch of people all dressed in black walking around downtown Chicago. Did I ever tell you the reason why a lot of artists um, dress in black? Because there's actually a reason why. No. It is because, go ahead, you're going to guess? So they don't get, like the charcoal just blends into their shirt? I don't know. Oh, man, such a stereotype. No, it is because not everybody... But generally, their days are just inundated with color. They have to make decisions on color. All they do is focus on color and how color affects mood. So when they want to get dressed, they're like, I'm just going to go the simple route and just wear all black. But bam. I think that was was true with like Steve Jobs, like his whole black sweater, black jeans wardrobe. Why not? Yeah. Or he was just (laughs) like to be comfy. Like you, Dave, just like you. Well, so what do you, here's a guess for you, Josh. I got home from your workshop today and I had, I've already noticed you changed clothes. That was my question. I had a hot lunch. I had ribs, mashed potatoes, and big French onion soup that I wanted to devour. Now, what was more important for me to eat that or to take off my work clothes and get comfy? What was it? What did I do first? I mean, you had your nicest button down flannel on. I mean, that was, that was your church flannel. Like that was what you do when you got to go to a funeral. I know. And, or a wedding or really anything. So <laughs> without a doubt, that, that food waited. You took that off and you put that comfy Bert Bears sweatshirt on. You're right. I, I, so. you, you knew the answer. I guess anybody who knows me would probably guess that, that is the correct answer. And you are correct. Oh, do I have a... <gasps> That's the only sound effect I have. <laughs> I'll work on that for episode four. <laughs> I think this is four. We are in four, David. Shoot. Five. Yeah. Episode four. First sound effect. First sound effect. So next cool. episode, yes. we're going to talk about taxes. And okay. I prop I mean, you've seen me talk about taxes. It's not that boring, right? No. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. <laughs> 
it's a hoot. I look forward to it. I look forward Me to too. it. Me too. All right, Josh. Well, uh, so thank you for listening to the podcast. And until episode five, I bid you adieu and say bye. Bye. I'm just copying you on that one. Yeah, most people copy me. <laughs>